With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The Athletic is reporting Draymond Green punched Jordan Poole at the Warriors' practice session yesterday. The swing and pull, it didn't hurt him, but a heated discussion building up led to that physical altercation. The Warriors are reviewing the fight, and maybe, possibly, Draymond could be facing some punishment. I don't know, pent-up preseason energy? Shannon, <laughs> what do you think's going on here? This is what you're dealing with with Draymond. Skip, Draymond sees himself as the gatekeeper for the... For the uh, Golden State Warriors. So if he sees someone getting out of line, if he sees someone that's not adhering to the culture, someone starts to feel, maybe Jordan Poole starts to feeling good about himself. Yeah. And all of a sudden say, well, you know, A, it's Steph, Clay, and me yeah. now. And Draymond said, hold on, wait a minute, young fella. This is the way it works around here. And this is the way it's always going to work around here as long as I'm around here. And so you know, from what I've been reading, they kind of had a little contentious relationship a little bit, you know, I mean, uh, I don't think it's a Michigan-Michigan State thing. I think it has more to do with maybe Jordan, Pe- Jordan Poole starting to feel good about himself. He's about to come into a large sum of money, and he's deservedly so he's earned that. Agreed. And maybe he's not a, being the team player or the player that Draymond thinks that's conducive for them to continue to flourish and win championships. And so Draymond probably stepped to him and says, okay, young fellow, what's going on? What, what's, what's on your mind? What's on your heart? Why are you behaving in a manner that, that that's not – warrior basketball. Mm-hmm. So that's how Draymond views himself. Draymond is the heartbeat. He's not the best player. He's never been the best player. And he's never going to be the best player. But he provides something that nobody else can provide. Mm-hmm. Skip, he can guard Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid. He'll jump out there guard KD. He'll jump out guard Chris Paul. He provides them with something that no other player has been able to provide for them. And so with that being said, he's the pulse. He's the heartbeat. Not the best player. But he understands his role. Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, they love him. He understands. He, there's something that dribble handoff that he has with Steph, with Clay, and then sometimes he'll fake the handoff and he'll go drive it to the basket. He'll lay it up and dunk it himself. So, Skip, I think this is what's at play here. Um, and sometimes it, you, Draymond is like medicine. You don't really like it, Skip, but, you know, but it makes you feel better. Dre, I'm not so sure that the Warriors really like all the antics that come along with Draymond Skip, but they understand this is a necessary evil and it's a part of who he is. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he goes over the line. He knows that. He knows he goes over the line. I think he got uh, uh, ejected. Uh, uh, was it? Was it? Uh, he came close to getting ejected in the Boston series. He did get ejected. I think, if I'm not mistaken, in the uh, Memphis. Memphis well, you series. remember he had the like AB style <laughs> meltdown walk off, right? Yeah. Okay. So, Skip, I, I just think the thing is, this is what you're going to have to deal with. 
um, 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 Draymond sees himself as, like I said, he's the gatekeeper. All the, this, is the, this is the way we do things here, Skip. You know, you got somebody like, okay, this is the way we do things. This is the way it flows. And if somebody tries to get outside of that, Skip, you, like, you address it. And I'm not saying this is the right way to address it. Maybe he could have talked to Jordan Poole. Maybe he did have these conversations with Jordan Poole. And Jordan Poole's like, bro, I'm a grown man. I'm about to get this 130 mil, this four-year extension. Y'all can't tell me nothing. Mm. Draymond said, watch this. I closed. Although, to your last <laughs> point, I thought the key line in the Woj report was, Jordan Poole was not hurt by the punch. Uh. That's the Draymond I know. <laughs> I believe he is more of an instigator than a participator in fights. Mm-hmm. I-, I was shocked that he was that he allegedly threw at all because he is he is more instigator agitator than finisher in a fight i i haven't seen him fight i know they strongly discourage it but he never comes across and i I get you like he he is the gatekeeper but he's not really the enforcer type right you you hope it skip you hope it doesn't get to that point yeah you understand skip that's kind of what i was in denver look okay guys rookie you come in you singing you got to bring donuts. You got to bring sandwiches. Right. This has been in place, Skip. Before you got here, it's going to be in place before you leave. You just, uh, look, it's not you. You make it seem like you're the only one that's going to have to do this. You're the only one. So, Skip, you try to, you don't want it to get to a fight, but you encourage, you're going to do this or consequences and repercussions are going to happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it sounds like they have had an ongoing discussion right. every practice, every minute, yeah. where they're just constantly into it. And it sounds like Jordan Poole is the one fairly new warrior who gives it right back to him. Right. In the past, everybody paid their homage and respect. They they just didn't engage. They didn't return fire. And now Jordan Poole's right back in his face until Draymond just couldn't take it anymore. And I guess he swung on it. Right. But the point is, is there some threat to his domain? He was considered at least the third member of the big three. Right. Is, is he now is being threatened yeah, by the fact, wait a second, maybe Jordan Poole is going to be the third member of the big three. <laughs> and remember, Draymond in this league has overachieved. Yeah. I'm going to remind everybody, he stayed at Michigan State oh. all four years. Mm-hmm. All four years. Yeah. When does that happen? Right. All four years you stayed there mm-hmm. and never won a champ, never led them to a champ. They got to the championship game when he was a freshman and lost to your, your target. Oh, yeah. But the point is, Jordan Poole has star quality. He has right. star power. Right. There are nights when Jordan Poole gets it going where I say, that's, that's right up there with Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. When, when he gets cooking, yes. he can flat out score it from anywhere, anytime, mm-hmm. any way, right. shape, or form. He can score the basketball. Remember, Skip, the first half of the year last year, uh, Clay didn't play. It was, pool. it was a pool party. It was a pool party, and he kept them afloat <laughs> in the pool, right? And, and I remind everybody, here, here are Draymond's career numbers. Nine points, seven rebounds, five assists. Not bad, not bad. Star, obviously. He's made four all-star teams in 10 years, so he hasn't even made half the years in the all-star team. He had one chunk where they were in the finals in those years when he was all-star, all-star, all-star. But before that, he was three years without all-star. And after the the finals run, three years without all-star until last year when they won it all. But he's so much more than numbers. I mean, you you can't quantify what he does because if you just look at the numbers, you're like, Draymond, why are you doing all this? He's so much more 
than what the number says it. that he, he is. He has been guts and glue for that team yeah. from the start, and especially it did hurt them when LeBron stole that ring in 2016. It is. I'm saying that. But it was classic Draymond because he instigates, he instigates. He gets into it with LeBron. He screams out the B word at him. You're a B. And everybody could hear it in the first three rows, including Kiki Vandway, who happened to be the minister of justice at that point for the <laughs> NBA. And then he goes down to the other end and gets all tangled up and, and winds up kicking at LeBron's midsection. We've known, the, the, again, that's what I know him for, not throwing punches on the court. Right. He'll keep, kick people below the belt. <laughs> Got okay. Steven Adams. Okay, he got Steven <laughs> Adams that same year. And I think Kiki finally said, okay, that's just enough. Right. Yeah. Well, I'd never I, – I couldn't fathom in my wildest dreams you would suspend a key player for a game of the NBA Finals. Right. Draymond Green got himself suspended for game five right. of the NBA Finals mm -hmm. back at Oracle. Yeah. And you know the rest of the story. History happened. Right. Because they were up three to right. one, and then they were down four to three. And Poole probably said, Draymond, man, you're not finna – look, I understand. You be trying to think of these light-skinned dudes weak mm. and soft. Oh, and you think you can maybe. talk to us and do anything you want to. Bro, but I'm here to tell you, that's not finna fly with me. Okay. And, well, so, and sometimes, Skip and Guy, hey, you – you have to pick and choose your battle because sometimes guys will, will step to you and they'll, they, hey, they're going to test you now. Okay. And if you ain't ready to do this, just, hey. But seem like Draymond was, Draymond was ready to do this. Skip, I met Draymond a couple of times and I, you know, I like him. I understand, I understand what he is and his role that he plays for the Warriors. Uh, but for me, long term, I don't think it's going to have any 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 significant damage that all of a sudden they, he's not going to pass Poole the ball. Poole's not going to do play his role. Poole is going to be Jordan Poole. They had an issue. Hopefully it's resolved. I don't know. You know, you hear and say they, they're discussing internal discipline with Draymond. I don't know where that goes. We've seen them do internal discipline before when they had the KD incident. So maybe it's something along those lines. What, you're going to suspend him in a preseason game? What the hell is that going to do? Maybe you find him a chunk of money. Maybe you find him, you know, a hundred thousand. I don't know how much. What's the max you can find a player, Skip? A, a team can find a player, but maybe they go to that number and says, "Okay, Draymond, come on now. I'm, I mean, enough is enough. We we get what you're trying to do, and we appreciate your services, but uh, I, we don't want you fighting and hitting our own, hitting our player." Okay, he has a history of being <laughs> hot-headed. I'll never forget that night that great Saturday night game at Oklahoma City when it was KD and Westbrook. Yeah. And Steph was going crazy and finally took the game over down right. the stretch. Mm -hmm. But at halftime, it was reported on, I believe it was on ABC, yeah. that His Draymond people. just lost it at yeah. halftime and was screaming because nobody w would let him shoot. They, they wouldn't pass him the ball. You, you want me not to play in the right. second half? So he went crazy. He's had these these bouts of, of tantrum throwing where he just loses it and goes crazy. I, I, th this is my personal opinion. I think he's basically a big bag of wind in the end. That's what he is because Steve Kerr just lets the wind just sort of blow right. out of him, and then they go on right. about their business. There's going to come a point as he comes up for a contract because this is right. the last year he has an option for another year, but as far as becoming a free agent, if he wants his money – He's going to push the envelope to become a little more trouble than he's right. worth. Yeah. He's 32 going on 33 in March. Right. At some point, the Warriors, is the, the front office, is going to sit back and say, you know what, especially if you have any more practice kind of incidents that are disruptive, maybe maybe you're just not worth the trouble. Well, the, well, the Warriors paid $170 million in luxury tax last season. The question, for the, the answer for me, and I don't think this is, I think this is a, a no-brainer for everyone, 
Draymond is more valuable to the Warriors than anywhere else in the league. I would agree. He's with not that. like a, a Kevin Durant or Joel Embiid or one of these top tier guys that can go anywhere and still be that. He's most valuable. He, he fits for him. them. Yes, yes, yes. But on the on the open market, does any is no, anybody no, no. going to jump? But what what what's what's his skip? What's his value to the Warriors? That's that's my thinking. If I'm Draymond, what's my value now? He, uh, I think he has one more year at $27 million player option, I think, for $27 million. Now, do I want to say, man, I'm worth this. I want a max deal. I want $180 million, $200 million. Or do I take, I don't know, whatever, whatever he can get. So we can do another three, four years, three years. Let's just say three years plus a player option at, say, $30 million. Another $100 million deal, three years, $100 million with a player option. Yep. Make it $120, something like that, Skip. Mm-hmm. Because for me... Draymond, you're in the best situation. You have Steph, Clay, uh, the, 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 that environment that you've helped build in Golden State, your value, your max value. I'm not saying he won't get money elsewhere, Skip, but I don't believe he'll have the impact elsewhere yeah. that he has in Golden State. And what is that worth? What is the, the way they treat you, the, uh, the, what you've built, that foundation that you've helped foster in Golden State, what's that worth to you? Is making four, five, six, eight million dollars a little more somewhere else, not having the impact, is that worth more than winning championships, contending for championships? That's right. what he's going to have to weigh, I believe. I'm going to remind you, the last four years in a row, he's been sub 30% from three. Well, last you, year, he was 29.6. That's, that's Westbrookian. Draymond's okay? not a three-point okay? shooter. But, but they dare him to shoot, yeah. and sometimes he looks around like, should I? Should I? But, and he tries it, right? But he got, he got to shoot his skip. Okay. he got to shoot it. I'm going to remind you, last year from the free throw line, he was a career-worst 66%. That's Westbrookian. Yeah. It's hard to overcome that. You 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 push too far. They say, well, gee, you know, yeah. you do a lot of good things for us. You pick, you roll, you do all those things. Remember. Production calls. <laughs> I know. I got it. I got it. That's where we're heading. And this is just a fairly minor incident that could add up to right. major negatives right. within this oh, Well, hopefully there hasn't been a whole lot of these. Yeah. I mean, or we haven't heard of a whole lot of these instances where he's gotten into confrontations with teammates. So hopefully this was the first or – and the last that we've seen from this, because I, I don't think this is something that, that they want to have happen. But Skip, Steph and Clay loves him. He's the heartbeat. He doesn't take any, I mean, you don't let you try to do, do cheap shots to Steph or Clay. He's the enforcer. You know, every, everybody needs an enforcer. I know, but not an enforcer as in bad you know what. Yeah. I don't think anybody's afraid of Draymond nah. Green. Draymond's not one who's going to say, I will see you after the game outside well, and we that, will finish nah, this. He ain't, he ain't no. Zach Randolph. He, no. he, he, he ain't that. He's no. not Oak. Uh, what <laughs> he's is, not Charles uh, Oakley. Ray, right. Ray, oh, you know, Mace right. or one of those guys. Mason. No, he's not that guy. Thank you. <laughs> no, nah, but, but, but Skip, the, this generation is different. Back then, that generation made you show them. I mean, you you do all that woofing and talking. Them guys like okay, okay. They would literally yeah. fight on the court, Skip. I mean, they, no, no. they cleaned up. They I got they it. They were Oh no, I, 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 I lived through it. No. I know those guys. No. I know what they're about. Yeah, Draymond's not about this. No, nah. no, nah, ain't nobody. But okay. you, I mean, you make them think that, and they're like, oh man, I don't want to fight Draymond. <laughs> okay, so that's how you do it, Skip. You sell wolf yeah. tickets, and they're afraid no, to buy them. Nobody wants to do that. Well, Shannon. You're going to have double duty on Sunday because your Lakers play the Warriors in a preseason oh, game yeah, we got Sunday them. night. You're going to have to flip back and forth uh-huh. between football and basketball. <laughs> no, All right, gentlemen. Will LeBron 
own the first NBA team based in Las Vegas. We're going to tell you what he wants to do when Undisputed returns. Yep. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. LeBron James and the Lakers are in Las Vegas for two preseason games, losing to the Suns in their first game last night. After the game, James addressed Commissioner Adam Silver saying he wants to own a team that comes to Las Vegas. Shannon, what's your reaction? Well, LeBron, it's been no secret. The, the One of the things that, you know, one of his goals, obviously, was to play in the NBA and do all the things that he's been able to do, but it's to own an NBA franchise, Skip, and I think that would be huge. Uh, one guy, Michael Jordan, did that. Uh, he owns the Charlotte Hornets. Um, and so, look, LeBron has made that. That's no secret. And they're talking about expanding Las Vegas and Seattle are the two cities that they're talking about expanding to. And LeBron is basically, hey, Adam, don't forget your boy. And... <laughs> Obviously, uh, you know, he would have to partner with someone because it seems to be these these franchises have skyrocketed in price. Uh, before uh, Steve uh, Obama purchased the, uh, uh, um, the the Clippers skip, they, I mean, the most somebody ever paid, I think, was for the Sacramento Kings, I think, $550 million. And then he drops $2.5 billion, $2.2 billion on, on the table, and now every franchise since has been $2-plus billion. And so that's where it's headed. It's going to be some excess of $2 billion. So he's it, probably going to have to be a, a minority owner to start, kind of like Jordan did with the Hornets, and then he bought the entire, you know, bought the rest up from Bob Johnson. And so that's where he's headed. But, yeah, I can see it happen because, Skip, remember, uh, Michael Jordan used to own was a small minority owner in the Washington Wizards. He had to divest that when he became a player with yep. the with the Wizards. True. So LeBron obviously could not own. So the question is, Skip, let's just say for the sake of argument, we're having this discussion. In the next three years, they come up and says, okay, we're about to expand. We're offering expansion in Vegas and Seattle. LeBron is still playing. Does that mean he's willing to give and say, I'm done playing to become an owner? Or does he like, nah, I want to continue to play? I believe he would be willing to give up playing 
and become an owner of an of an NBA franchise. I would agree. And so, I, I, Skip, I think it would be great. Skip, you remember the time you you and I both owned it? They will never put a sports franchise in Vegas. Well, it's about gambling. Yeah. <laughs> They got football, they got hockey, they got women's, they got WNBA. Now they're about to put an NBA team. Where the money? The, the, the NBA, uh, uh, this is what we know. Sport franchises will go where the money is. And if they got enough of it, they got they put a franchise in hell, too, if it's for enough money. If somebody got $18 million, they go down there and put one up. But anyway, Skip, yes, I believe he's going to be an owner. He's a minority owner in the Red Sox and Liverpool. It's going to happen. It's, it's inevitable. By the way. It wasn't that long ago that newspapers, when there were actual newspapers <laughs> in this country, they refused to run the point spreads because they did not want to be associated with, with gambling. Yep. Right. Yep. Now, all of a sudden, the leagues have said after they said, no, we stay away from this. That they're all embracing the gambling. Everybody industry. talks about the point spread when they're talking about the games. Because <laughs> it's what everybody's doing. That's what I want to. That's what I care about. All right. There you go. <laughs> So the first thing that grabs my attention is LeBron is campaigning for Vegas. And if I didn't know better, I think, does he just want a team in Vegas so that he has an excuse to, to live half the year in Vegas just because he loves Vegas? Maybe. I, I, mean, I, it's, I mean, Skip, Vegas to L.A., Vegas to L.A. is better than L.A. to Seattle. You got that right. <laughs> the other thing that surprises me is, LeBron is so powerful. He's obviously the most powerful player in the NBA. He's the face of the NBA. He's so connected. I'm sure he's got open lines of communication to Adam Silver, right. maybe on almost a daily or at least weekly basis, yeah. that it surprises me that he feels compelled to have to campaign publicly instead of just campaigning privately. We're doing that also. Okay. Well, does he need to put <laughs> public pressure on Adam Silver? I, I don't know because it would seem like – that would be the wrong thing to do because that's the one guy you don't want to publicly goad about. Right. Give me a franchise in Las Vegas. No, right? Skip, you know how these things work. They go into the highest bidder. And unfortunately, Skip, I, I know they would love for LeBron to be an owner. But at the end of the day, those other 29 owners, with 30 owners, 30, it would be 31, 32 teams if they expand the two teams. They're like, we're going to the highest bidder. <laughs> that's, that's where that's going. We're going to the highest bidder. First of all, I think Seattle has a leg up on Vegas just because the NBA still feels shame that, that they had a team and it was right. taken from right. them and it wound up in my city okay. to, to my thunder. shock. The Thunder right. became... Uh, I, I agree with you. Them. I do believe Seattle has yeah. a leg okay. up. Okay, all right. Would I love to see LeBron own a basketball team, an NBA team? Sure, I would. I yeah. think he'd be not a good. I think he'd be a great owner. Yes. It also raises the question, would he then insist upon being the GM the way Jordan has insisted to his detriment on being the GM? I, I can't say this for a fact, but the history would tell you LeBron wouldn't be a great GM. It's just hard. You have to be completely removed. The greater the player, the harder it is to to know who can play because none of them are going to be as good as you were. Right. None. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're just you, – you, the odds are if he owns the team in Vegas for 20 years, that for 20 years they'll never be a player as good or better than LeBron no, James. Okay, no. so that's his problem. He looks around like, why can't they do what nah, – Because they, they're get, not. You, yeah, right, exactly. Okay? Exactly. Right. So that's the problem. But I don't know that – I would think his inclination would be he would want to be involved in the basketball operation. Well, Is that fair? Probably. Yeah. Probably okay. so. All right. And that, that could be to his detriment. The final piece of the puzzle is LeBron is a billionaire. He is north of a bill. Right. It's not a milli. It's a billy. Right. 
but you you got to go find some deeper pockets than yours because the Nets three years ago went for two point three five. I think you just said yes, that yes, two point three five yes. billion. Uh huh. Okay. Well, and they talk about what the Suns are going to go north of two billion for sure. So okay. So do, can can you go find? I'm sure. Oh yeah. He's because Skip, he's with the guys that the Red Sox and Liverpool. So he has, a, and they've invested in some other things. And so they, he has the right group, investment group, to go out and to raise the money to order to get a franchise. Because I, not knowing his finances, but I don't think LeBron is in position to become the majority owner no, no, of this, no, no, right? No, no. So he he would have to to give up the majority ownership to others, right? right? Mm-hmm. So he would be an owner. He just wouldn't be the owner. Maybe, if, like I said, be a situation like Jordan. Jordan was a minority owner. And then when the owner sold That's Bob true. Johnson, yeah. he took, he bought the lion's share. I think Jordan is what sixty seventy percent now uh, of the ownership group. So that's maybe what what LeBron can position himself in, to to do. That's what he's wanted. Skip. That's what he's always wanted to do. He's like, I want to. I mean, ten years ago he was talking about ownership, and here we are. And it, it looked like it might come to fruition. I hope so. But when you talk about Michael Jordan, we hark back to. The great Spike Lee as Mars Blackman in the commercials, the Nike commercials. Yeah. It, it's got to be the shoes. Well, right. With Jordan, it's got to be the shoes because that's the only way he was able to buy right. the, the franchise out from under Bob Johnson, right. the Bob Cats, as they used to be known. Right. right? Mm-hmm. It was the shoes. Well, LeBron doesn't have that kind of money. Well, I, I think the thing is, Skip, he's going to have revenue. I mean, he signed the, like, the billion-dollar deal with Nike, so he's going to have probably, you know, 40, 50 million per year coming in for that. He's going to be able to align himself with other people and have, and with his investments, his Spring Hill company. They're, they're doing a lot of TV they shows. Are, they're doing they movies. Yeah, so, true. Skip, his income is going to continue. Now, how soon can he be in line to like, okay, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to take over, you know, 70, 60%, 70% of the ownership group? I don't know. But I just, I, I just know that he'll be in line to be a minority owner, probably take, you know, five, six hundred million. I'm sure he can, you know, give him a line of credit for that. Hell, unless you, unless you these WalMarts that 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 got sixty billion, or you Steve Barber that got eighty billion dollars, skip that you can like. Okay, I'm good. I cut you a check. How much you say? Oh, my my guy got the check in his briefcase right now. He cut you a check right now. There are very few people skip that can cut those kinds of checks. Very few. I believe you made the best point and asked the best question right out of the box. How soon would LeBron be willing to give up playing? To, to undertake owning in the NBA. And I got to tell you, the way he looked last night, I, I'm not sure that's any time soon that he wants to stop playing because he looked Brady-esque last night. I know the sports are very different, right. but Tom's going at 45, and I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure but what he's going to play until he's 50. Man. But, but this guy is 37, going on 38 on December 30th. But could he play three more? Sure he could. Well, what about this, Skip? Okay, we were about to give a franchise. Vegas, you're on the clock, 23-24. Bronny. Bronny coming to the NBA. Now, you know, they're going to change the rules. That's probably not going to happen until before the new CBA takes place. So what? Okay, the ownership group in Vegas or playing with Bronny? It's a hard call. I think he played with Bronny. I think he would. As much as he's campaigning to be an owner. (laughs) He played with Bronny. But he might have to wait until the next team comes up, right. and it might not be a Vegas-based team. Right. Right? I, th- I agree with you. I think it's going to be Seattle. 
because, like you said, Seattle, they've had a team before. It seems to me they're clamoring for a team. They just got the Kraken. They just got a hockey team up there. Yeah. They got, you know, the Mariners are up there. So I think it's only – Seahawks, obviously. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be Seattle. I think it'll be Seattle and then Vegas. I think Vegas is at least five years away. Yeah, it's funny. Right now they're, they're almost campaigning against each other because they're playing preseason games in Seattle. And now tonight another preseason game based in, in Vegas. Vegas. I loved the Sonics back in the day, guys. Yep. It would be phenomenal to see Seattle get another team. Dennis All right, Johnson, moving Gus, on. Jack Do you Sigma. gentlemen have predictions about where OBJ is going to land once he signs somewhere? Because, hmm. hey, Von Miller says he knows exactly where OBJ is going. We'll tell you where on the other side Give of the Give me a call break. to tell me, Von. <laughs> When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me. Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. All right, y'all. Von Miller says he talks to OBJ almost every week. And the quote, I think I know where he's going to be at. Referring to the Bills. Von also says Odell would be taking official visits with the Giants, Saints, and Bucks. OBJ also linked to the Rams, obviously, and the Packers. Shannon, how sure are you that he's still going to end up back with the Rams? I'm not sure OBJ is, is sure where he's going to end up. Obviously, the Rams would need him because the second receiver that they paid a lot of money to, Robinson, Allen Robinson, has not played particularly well, has not lived up to the expectations. And I'm not so sure they're giving him an opportunity to live up to those expectations. But for whatever reasons, it's not going according to plan the first month of the season. Um, Green Bay could use him. That's really cold. He had an opportunity to go to Green Bay last year. Play alongside Devontae Adams, be the number two receiver. He did. He chose to go to the Rams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think the Giants, I understand the homecoming and Giants, yada, 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 but, man, Daniel Jones, Skip, I don't care. If you're a receiver, you play a dependent position, and, yeah, winning is important to you, but, Skip, I want to contribute. I want to play. I want someone that can get me the ball, that can throw me the ball. Tampa would be a nice – Tampa has nice weather. Um, you'd be probably going to be the third option with Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. Um, you'll probably be the third option, um, according to how soon you can get caught up to speed. Hell, Kansas City would be a good option. Playing with my homeboy, 
Hell, you can go in right now and be the number two option behind uh, uh, Kelsey. Mm-hmm. So for me, Skip, look, I, I really and truly do not know. I don't think OBJ knows. I just know that he wants to be healthy when he gets there. He wants to be able to make a contribution and someone that can get now, uh, all with the exception of Giants, look at the quarterback situation in Buffalo, set. Quarterback situation in Kansas City, set. Quarterback situation in, in, in the Rams, although he's not playing particularly well, is set. Tampa, set. Green Bay, set. So five of the six locations, Skip, that he could possibly go, the quarterback situation, you can't get any better. I just think the thing is, Skip, he just wants to be healthy. I don't believe OG. I, honestly, Skip, I don't believe OBJ knows where he wants to go. I think if if, if, if somebody had eight, if the Rams had $8 million, I'd say, oh, oh, come on, we got $8 million for you right now. I believe he goes to the Rams. But I don't think the money is going to be that in any of the locations that he's looking at. Right now, I don't think $8 million as, as far as base salary. Now, you might get $8 million with incentives, you know, skip playtime, uh, catches, yards, touchdowns, winning in the postseason, getting to and winning the Super Bowl. You could probably get up to $8 million. But just $8 million base salary coming off that series of an injury, I don't see that happening, Skip. So, obviously, Odell is looking to get uh, uh, Allen Robinson money. He's like, hell, I can do that. I can catch nine balls in four games. Absolutely. <laughs> for, 50, for $15 million a year. Yep. Uh, but I just don't think he's going to get that kind of money, Skip, coming off that injury. But he has some great landing spots. I still think – I think uh, 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 the Rams probably have a slight lead, but it's dwindling because they're playing bad. You got it. <laughs> so, here we go again. Another day, another Odell story about another team, Buffalo. And before this is all over – Dallas will be in the mix, and Kansas City oh. will be in the mix. And oh, they'll think he's in college going to recruiting business. I, I, that's exactly <laughs> my point. Von Miller said, and I quote, he's going on tour now. He's getting recruited. And Von says he doesn't have any problem with that. You should go around, see the league, and get the love, said Von Miller of Odell, that he's still on, on something of a Super Bowl tour and yet he's back in college, as you said, even though he, he obviously grew up in Jenstown in New Orleans, so it was always pretty clear he was just going right up the road right. to Baton Rouge. Right. But, but he did get recruited, and I think he is loving getting recruited again, even though he is coming off his second complete repair of that ACL. Mm-hmm. It's pretty scary. And at some point, you can go get the love, but at some future point, all these teams are going to say, Odell, we, we got to see you run a little bit, can right? Play? Yeah, can you still we, play? We need you to come out and catch a few and show us, can mm-hmm. you cut? Can, can you move? Right. Can you run? He's he, when, when you get toward 30, man, then, as you well know, and then you've had two ACL repairs, You've had, what, four or five different surgeries. Well, he had broke, broke, yeah. well, he broke his ankle, his yeah. leg or something. Yeah. He had the hernia surgery. He He's had a bunch of surgeries. Mm-hmm. Well, all of a sudden, it's, it's going to start to break down. But he is beloved around the league. And one day, it's Aaron Rodgers saying, I'm, I was shocked to hear that. I didn't know Aaron and Odell were close. And he said, we're close and we keep in touch. And obviously, he would like to see him there. Well, you and I have not only discounted that, we've dismissed it because – I, I don't see Odell living a part of the year, half the year, whatever it is, where your brother played yeah. up in Green Bay. Well, hell, we might as well count Buffalo out too then. Well, you, you, you <laughs> could say that. Buffalo get cold, Skip. You done been up there. I, I have been up there. January. I've been in for playoff games yes. in Buffalo. It is very cold. It's yeah, Chicago yeah. cold. <laughs> and it's it's not Odell's cup of whatever. Yeah. It, it's just <laughs> a, a cup of hot chocolate. Yeah. Because – 
the situation is perfect in Buffalo, and that's what Vaughn is trying to say, that he's a veteran, he understands how teams are built and where he would fit. Now, Vaughn says, I know where he's going to fit best. Well, is that L.A. or is he trying to angle toward Buffalo? Right. Well, the, the beauty of Buffalo for o- Odell at this stage is, is what he had with the Rams. It's Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs is really good. Yes. and has serious rapport with that young quarterback. Yes. When in doubt, Josh Allen looks for Stephon Diggs. Diggs. Yeah. Well, that's the perfect scenario for Odell, who to me is no longer a one, but he is a good two right. or a three, however you position right. it, because – Cooper Cup had statistically the greatest year any receivers ever had. Yep. And it took Odell a while for the last games, the eight games of the regular season, to find his way. But once the playoffs started and the intensifying of the defense on, on Cooper Cup, they're just saying, let's put three people on him. Let's put four people. Let's swing the whole defense to try to take Cooper Cup away because Matt Stafford went in doubt. He's looking for that guy. Yeah, Cooper Cup down yeah. there somewhere. So he, he, he's down there somewhere. And I'll just throw it in his vicinity, and he'll probably go track it down. <clears throat> well, all of a sudden, we get to the Super Bowl, and the coverage is so swung to Cooper Cup that Odell's single covered. Well, well, yeah, he can still do that. Yeah. And he was killing Cincinnati in the Super Bowl before, unfortunately, it was like an unforced error. He, it's a non-contact. I don't know what happened, but when, when that happens, it's like, I'm sorry, that's just not meant to be. Right. When, when you tear your ACL just running across the football field, right. nobody hits you, and you're, you're not even in a jeopardy position. Right. Okay? So the, the point is, would he fit in Buffalo schematically and, and roster-wise with Stefan? Yes, he would. That would be really good for him. I mean, it's good. I mean, they got nice pieces. Gabe Davis, remember that monster game that he had against he? Kansas City? Did he? Isaiah McKinney, uh, McKenzie is playing mm-hmm. really well. The slot and he receiver. He can really catch it. Yeah, he yeah. can really catch it. They got nice tight end in Dawson Knox. Yep. So they they got pieces. They need running backs. Their running backs is not giving them what I thought they would. They put it on the ground entirely too much, and they, they, they're not doing a good job. I would give up my first-round pick and see, ask, could I get Saquon from the Giants, the yeah. trade deadline? That's what I would do. I think, yeah. I think Saquon would be better for the Bills than Odell. But, uh, okay, I'd buy that. But, Skip, like me, look, Green Bay, the, the thing is, if you're a receiver, you're Odell. Green Bay, Buffalo, Kansas City, Tampa, the Rams. Giants. You got six teams. Okay, but where Odell is, is smart enough not to go is Green Bay, and I'm not even talking about the weather. It's just too much pressure because he would walk in the door and Packer Nation would proclaim him the savior of right. our offense mm-hmm. because he's better than Lazard is, I think, or that's at least they would think he, yeah. he is. Yes. And if Aaron loves him, Aaron would be more Odell-centric and he would start trying to make him something of a Devontae, and I'm not sure Odell can live up to that. But I think I think Dobbs is going to be really good. He, I do, he's too. He's growing. I mean, look, the, the drop notwithstanding, and he's had – but, Skip, I, I think he's going to be really, Boy, really he, good. I, I got to tell you, he plays strong. Yeah, he's, he's – he's, he, I mean, he, he can run the tree. he got great hands. I mean, that drop, I mean, the ball caught that. I mean, he'll learn, like, going to the ground. He'll put both hands so the ground doesn't call it to pop out with one of them. And, and allow me to say, my team took somebody in the third round out of South Alabama <laughs> who's <laughs> failed the show yet, and Dobbs went in the fourth round, and I'm saying, boy, we could use Dobbs right now. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting, Skip. Like you said, he's touring. Uh, Arab, yeah, man, oh, you come in, and this is, what you, this, is where you, this is where I see you fitting. You know, you can do this, and we can do that with you. I mean, he got five, five top quarterbacks angling. To get him. So, and I don't yet, know. 
our friend Lil Wayne. I know I was talking to him as Odell was trying to come to a decision after Cleveland just flat out just cut him and let him go pick where he wanted to go. Mm -hmm. That was almost like a parting gift for him. Odell talked to Lil Wayne and said, hey, I'm leaning toward New Orleans. They're both from New Orleans, obviously. And not that Wayne's the biggest Saints fan because he's a Packer fan, but he was left with the impression. But it's how Odell, you know, Odell, whoever he talks to, he's going to try to tell them what they want to hear because he's a pleaser (laughs) and he wanted to please Wayne by saying, yeah, I'm leaning toward First of all, go to New Orleans for what? Because it's your hometown. Look at the quarterback situation. Trevor Trevor Simeon, Taysom Hill. Come on, man. Odell wasn't going there. Odell wasn't. Michael Thomas is not there at that right. point last year, right. so you'd have to walk in the door as the number one, right? right? At, the, at, the, at this juncture of your career, Skip, you want to go somewhere where a proven quarterback, someone that can get you the ball. You've already had your struggles in Cleveland. You had two years of struggles in Cleveland. The last thing that you want to do is go somewhere else and struggle because then people are really going to say, it's you. It, I mean, you go two different locations, Skip, and the results are still the same. You're not doing what they thought you were going to do when they brought you there. They're going to start to blame you. So you better go somewhere now. And he's shown like, hey, look, I can play. I still can play. I just need opportunities. I need someone to under, that, that can play the position and get me the ball. I think he proved in that short time that he was here in L.A. that he can still play at a high level. The question that I have, how healthy is that knee going to be the end of this month moving into November? How healthy is he going to be, Skip? Can he go out there, plant, cut, do all those things necessary for him to be a top-flight receiver? Because that's what you got to do. I mean, you can play some position, Skip. You can come back a little sooner on an ACL. Receiver is not one of them because there's too much planting, cutting, start, starting that you're going to have to do. Well, for the next three weeks, he'll be on a love tour, (laughs) right? He's going to get the love, feel the love, get recruited. He'll enjoy it. He's earned it to this point. And then at some point, it's going to be push the money to the middle time. Can you do it? Your best guess, where did he end up? He's got a home in Beverly Hills. So, again, Cooper Cup is still going strong, and, and there's a glaring need. So it seems like it's just meant to be that he would wind up back in L.A. He looked good at that KC. Yeah? Yeah, he looked good in KC. Okay. Gets cold there, too. My homeboy. Yep. Can, you, can you imagine my homeboy getting him that rock, throwing his sidearm, jump passes, you know what? behind his back? Odell was born to play in New York or L.A., and he ain't going back to Daniel Jones. He just no, not. No. He just not. No. I'm sorry. It, it sounds good, and he would enjoy the, the, the scenery, you know, just being in the Big Apple right. again, but he, he doesn't want any of that. Yeah, I don't, he don't strike me as a barbecue guy because Casey no. got some good old barbecue. Old they do. Yeah. I, I don't think he's a Casey guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Let so basically, he's back to the Rams, huh? There, gentlemen. What happened, Jim? Jim, yeah, y'all just got voted 147th best food in America. 147, New Orleans. You know that's ridiculous. You know that was rigged. I'm just saying, Portland was number I'll one. I'll cook for y'all. And I'll change your mind. I'll change that poll. But, hey, back to OBJ, guys, real quick. Quick, quick, quick little wrinkle. Okay. Don't forget on the Saints, he's got two college teammates playing for the black and gold now. That could come into play. Jarvis Landry, Tyron Matthew. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, 